Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone. Looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> That's not where we usually say that, is it? No. <laughs> you started to do it, so I did it too. That's <laughs> okay. It's I'm your hostess, Amber, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Cindy and Kristen, who already said hello. You're over-eager co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited to be here. We're excited to be here. Yes, we're excited to be here because this week we are talking about self-care and self-care techniques. So before we get started, I just wanted to define self-care, in case anyone didn't know what that is. And it is the process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health and active management of illness when it occurs. And I know like um, a lot of people have different, that's just the dictionary definition. A lot of people have different definitions of self-care and what self-care is. And I know that it's like, uh, you know, it's very popular, well, just in general to promote self-care, especially when it comes to mental health. And we're going to talk about all those different ways today and, um, you know, maybe even talk about past, like where people didn't do as well with self-care. I mean... So what do y'all think, ladies? Uh, what are some ways that you like to self-care? Well, I want to stop. start out. See, I'm all stuttery today. I'm so excited to be here. I'm stuttering. Um, I wanted to start out by saying that a lot of people have a misconception that self-care is bubble baths. Pampering. And pampering, manicures. Yes. You know, whatever. Yeah, I guess I that's, that's what I was trying and, to and, say. And that is a facet. That's when it became a pinterest thing right. yeah self-care pinterest but, but there there is a lot more to it than that um i i would say obviously um active management of illness active like management of mental illness. and physical illness. which would include therapy um you know doing um exercise exercise is diet. one good diet 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 yeah. getting a lot of or you know not a lot of sleep enough sleep um one that's one i'm totally guilty of not doing Um, exactly so so there's a lot of things you know um negative self-talk is the opposite of that so you know stopping those patterns learning about Um, those patterns goal setting can be a form of self-care it absolutely can so can hanging out with your friends or doing um a hobby uh chasing a pastime that Mm -hmm. you enjoy and um so there, it's it's a really broad spectrum of ideas of things that you can do, and I think you know it's which is just in general putting yourself first, especially when you're sick. Yes, yes, you know, and a lot of people, especially women, don't put themselves first. Yes. I mean, especially if you have kids, you know, like. You can't properly take care of your kids if you're sick. So you have to do those measures to eat healthy, exercise, go to the doctor if you're ill or 
you know, um, home therapy techniques it, if you don't believe in doctors. It comes back to the thing, you know, like when you're on a plane and the stewardess tells you if the cabin loses pressure, put your own mask on first. Yes. Then take care yeah. of your children because you How cannot can you, take yeah, care of your children out. if you yeah. pass out first. Yeah, exactly. And And women are historically notoriously bad at taking care of ourselves because we have been conditioned to put everybody else first. Yeah. And um, I think that needs to change. You you have to prioritize your own self-care in order to put those other people higher in your priorities. You yes. cannot, you are not really putting them high on your priority if you're not taking care of yourself enough to serve them. Yeah, and Does that make sense? Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's a vicious circle. And I think we've gotten really deep, too, because everything is just go, 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 and everything's readily available at your phone, so we do more uh, than we ever have done before. We're always expecting more out of other people, and so we expect more out of ourselves, yeah. too, in this new go, 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 do everything, be everything, see everything, have everything mentality. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that's part of the um, women feel like they have to prove that they can do it all. Because for so long we were, you can't be a mom and work. So yeah. we have this mindset of we have to do both exceptionally well or else we are failing. And in order to do both exceptionally well all the time, we're just constantly juggling our own self-care, our own needs. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes it hard. Yeah, I know when I was taking care of my parents and my grandma, I was, you know, putting my health last, which is, you know, something that my mom did when I was growing up I mean that's how she got as sick as she got is that she wasn't taking care of herself she had diabetes and she just ignored having diabetes yeah and her health her health sorry her health her <laughs> health your burning is showing right her health started failing and you know my dad was the same way he didn't take care of himself and so after both of my parents died, it kind of kicked me in the butt to where maybe I should, you know, start taking care of myself. And, of course, then I had my ex-husband who had poor health. And so I just went from taking care of my parents into taking care of my ex-husband and ignoring my health to the point where... My health couldn't be ignored anymore, so the healthy thing to do was get out of that relationship and focus on myself mentally and physically. I think that sometimes the reason why we need to have emergency self-care, if you think about it like <laughs> health care, right, you go to the doctor for regular checkups and you Wellness. take care of yourself well at care. home, right? Yes. And then you go also to the doctor if you're sick. Right. And then you go to the emergency if you're having an emergency, right? Right. If you live your life not 
taking care of some aspect or you have like an imbalance in your health, then at some point you get to the point where you're like, oh my God, I need to go to the emergency because something's not working right anymore. Right. Right. And that's when sometimes that's when the light comes on that goes, oh, we need self-care. A lot of us drive our car until it's on empty. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh, there's no gas station anywhere. You don't have time for self-care or you are unprepared for it or you're not in a mental state where you have the knowledge for self-care or it's too late for self-care right you've you've already run out of gas right and so like for me i feel like you know like with my weight issues that i have if it would have been nice to have had better self-care in that aspect like with health and diet when i was younger Versus yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, now it's like now you're playing this, catch up. Yeah, or, I'm playing catch up as and it's twice or, as hard. It's really you like because you can't catch up on sleep, right? Right. Sim- yeah. Similar sort to of, that. Sort of. But yes, you can get some sleep so that you're not as tired. But yeah, right. You can't make up for 10 years of not sleeping. Right. You and just that 10 years, years of not of sleeping, you lose or a lifetime of abusing your body because then you have all of this extra skin that just makes you feel worse, which is my problem. Like my, like I can't wear anything that doesn't have sleeves because I hate how my arm skin looks. Yeah, and so and that's just like one little piece of self care. There's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. Oh yeah, and I definitely. feel like it is an all encompassing juggling act, a oh, balance, mind, body, spirit, right of everything, and and even outside of. The mind, body, and spirit, because that is just what's in within your flesh, right? Yeah. There's also parts of self care that are things external relationships, right? Like a bad relationship with a person, or working in a place that is um, taking advantage of you. Things like that, friendships that are taking advantage, hours working too long of hours, or friendships that that drain your energy, not having boundaries set up. So those kind of like what you're saying, it's not just about painting your nails and waxing your mustache. <laughs> no, but, but the, those are nice too. Those are, you know, those are nice things to have, but they're the superficial parts of the self-care. Yes, you do need to take care of your fingernails and stuff like that, but you also need to do inner self-care and boundaries self-care. Right, right. And and takes take some time for... That spirituality, you have to nurture nurture the spiritual side of yourself, you know, like um, taking time out to meditate mm-hmm. or or go to church or what whatever your spiritual endeavors like are. Yeah. Yes, um, there there are a lot of things that you can do. And, you know, I've, I was just looking online for a, a list of different ones. There's there's a ton of things and they probably a lot that a lot of people haven't thought of so you know obviously the taking that bath that bubble bath or um you know going and getting that pedicure is very soothing and relaxing and I am not dissing that in any way um reading a book uh educating yourself is another you know further your your education is another form of self-care um Sometimes you need self-care from educating yourself, too. Well, that's true, because a lot of students get burnt out because they aren't taking care of their self-care. So, yeah, it's, you know, there's, 
<sighs> I, you know, it's hard. I, we talk about it and we, and we give it a lot of lip service, but a lot of us don't actually take the time to do it. And it's, it's been a hard battle for me. I don't to do. think it's something where you can just say, well, oh yeah, I take an hour every day for self care. It is something that you do 24 seven. It in my should opinion, be all the time. Yeah. Because it is in the choices that you make go to bed on time is a form of self care. Drinking water. Drinking water. Making healthier choices when you pick foods. Um, uh, gratitude. I, gratitude mm-hmm. is a great form of self-care. Because and not just sitting down at the end of the day and writing your gratitude or doing it in November or during Thanksgiving. Right. Not 30 right. days of gratitudes or whatever. You know, doing yeah. it all the time. Making it a daily habit to um, start your day with gratitude and end your day with gratitude. But to answer your question, Amber, what do we do for self-care... I mean, we've talked a lot about this. This is one of the subjects that we always come back to whenever we talk about something that's stressing in our lives and or maybe unhealthy habits that we have. We always come back to self-care. That's something that I think Modern Musings has been very conscious of promoting to our listeners because it's something that we value in our lives because we have come to that point where we understand that it's a necessity and... Um, so I know we've talked about like goal setting and um, self-empowerment, those type of yes, things. Those yes. are types of self-care um, that I continue on the regular with my goal setting is trying to maintain my goals. And a lot of times my goals are self-care type things. A lot of mine are as well. That's something that I'm trying to do better mm-hmm. in my life at. And um, one of my goals well, actually, two of my goals were uh, for last year were to establish and maintain healthy routines mm-hmm. for my health goal. And then I also had one that was um, establish and maintain healthier ways to react to situations where I was not reacting in a way that I felt represented me appropriately. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, like, not hulking out and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or jumping to conclusions. So, those were some of my goals for my self-care. Um, I have kind of, like, recreational self-care goals um, that are, like, physical recreational goals. And, and that's why I say I call them goals because they are things that I want to achieve and maintain and establish. You work towards them. Yes. Oh, so yes. because I am not the type who is caring of myself, <laughs> um, I lived um, very abusively, like you say, to your body. Um, you know, your body is your temple, and I kind of trashed it a lot um, in my previous years. <laughs> so I am, you know, trying to take care, better care of myself. And so that's ultimately what I do as far as self-care. Now, I do have um, my um, disconnecting from the world and connecting to the world where I just kind of, like, disappear. Technology disconnects. Those are... No, that's not what I'm talking about. No? Okay. No, I'm talking about just, like, going and dis- disappearing into a book. Oh, okay. Or uh, a yeah. TV series, you know. That in... It's not always the best as far as self-care option, but it is a really soothing thing, a soothing thing that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And 
um, I can tell when I haven't been like reading my book or watching a show mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm just go, 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 go. Yes. That is yes. what I enjoy to do relaxing. Some other people might enjoy other things like puzzles. I do love puzzles too, but right now that's been the thing that I enjoy because I can go in the room and close the door and watch something by myself and I can pause it whenever I want and I can watch as many episodes or not as I want and that's like me time and I feel like me time is important um because I'm in you know a busy household with a husband and a child and three dogs so and I work from home so I have to find that time to just be me by myself definitely definitely what about you, Cindy? Do you have any self-care techniques? Um, I have some similar to Kristen, like um, reading a book, obviously. Um, I have a little bit of alone time. Uh, I, I kind of insist that I have at least an hour before I go to bed of, of reading or whatever. Uh, sometimes I wind up scrolling Instagram, but I try not to do um, technology uh, right. unless I'm right. reading on my iPad. I try to, to read a book or something like that and for about an hour before I go to bed. It, that just kind of lets my brain wind down. I don't know why my brain winds down when you read a book as opposed to, you know, watching or reading something on the Internet. But it has a different effect on you your brain. something about the lights. Well, I know it is something about the light, but... Um, but you're still reading, so you would think that would still engage your brain. I don't know, but it works. So I can fall asleep reading a <laughs> sentence like, right? I know, right? Super fast. But um, <laughs> so I do that, and then I also um, like Kristen likes to shut the door and watch a movie. I do like I like to craft and watch um, either YouTube videos or TV or something streaming on the mm-hmm. um, usually something that I can kind of half watch half. You know, I don't have to, it's not too engaging because if it's too engaging, then I can't craft. But those are, those are some self-care things that, that de-stress me. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, there's, there's so many things that are considered self-care. I mean, I, I get regular therapy, you know, whether it's every two weeks up to, every four weeks or whatever as needed. Um, I consider that part of my therapy or part of my self-care and because I'm taking care of my mental angst and, and I think that's important. Um, setting boundaries, you know, letting people in your life know that these are your boundaries and, and upholding them is also, very important to that. I'm not so good at setting the bedtime or drinking the water or eating the right foods. I try. Um, but I, ha- I have my goal setting also. And a lot of my goals are often self-care goals like getting exercise, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, um, journaling journaling is another one I love to do and I I know I talk about writing all the time um journaling writing your stories things like that um I try to make it not um as as (laughs) de-stressful I don't know how to how to say it 
um, you know, I don't put any pressure on myself to um, write a whole story or write a whole thing, but but just opening up my word processor or a notepad or something and just jotting some notes about my story or a story, any story, um, you know, that maybe the story of how my great grandmother came to Texas or maybe the, the story of what I got for Christmas when I was five. It, it doesn't matter what the story is, but just allowing myself to go into that place and, and describe what I know about it and, and write it out. And that, that helps me not only tell my story, but it's a relaxing writing is a relaxing thing to me when I, have the luxury of letting it flow like that. Now, if I'm trying to do a deadline and I've got to have a blog out by tomorrow and I've got to write on a specific subject. That's not really self-care then. That's not really self-care. No. That's work. And it, and it's challenging. But when I'm doing this kind of, of uh, writing, it, it is very self-care. I also do, we've talked about my tarot cards every morning. And I consider that self-care because it is an introspective look that where I allow my intuition to to speak to me um, about things that are going on in my life and and the things that I need to change and um, or the things that I need to pat myself on the back for. Affirmations are another huge self care thing that I use. Um, I spent all of last year keeping an affirmation journal where. Um, I wrote out an affirmation almost every day. I did not get it every day. It wasn't a whole 365 because I started it kind of later into the year uh, in January. And I and there were several days where I didn't do it, but then I'd catch up and do several at once. So it wasn't real consistent, but I did it for the whole year. And I would find a some kind of affirmation that I wanted to write out and I would write it and uh, use my rubber stamps to illustrate it, to help it stick in my brain a little bit better. And going back and reviewing those is tremendously helpful as well. Or, or uh, finding a mantra of affirmations to say to myself over and over and over again is also um, a very great self-care because those things help you dispel those negative self-talk that we are all filled up with. We all have it. Um, sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it until um, somebody calls it to our attention or we stop and think about it. And my doing one little word, I feel like, is also a self-care thing because I use that word to help me grow and to change and to, again, dispel those negative, that negative self-talk. And so I think doing a lot of growth-oriented things is one of the best ways that I've been able to take care of myself. I need to work still on the physical aspects. So I've got the mind, I've got the spirit, but I still need a little work on the body. And I think that's, you know, that's true of everybody. You've got maybe one or two that you focus on and one that you have a little bit of a challenge with. Might that, gravitate to some right. that are easier. Well, and there, there are yeah. people who are physically active 
who are who really maintain they they eat well they they exercise but maybe they don't do that um that mental. shadow work that mental yeah. stuff and and we'll talk about shadow work yes. in a later episode but next week actually. It, no it's not next week is it it yeah. is next week it, it is. is oh it is yes you're right yeah so um and we'll talk about that but but that doing that deeper stuff a lot of people don't want to look deep inside themselves they don't want to face their own demons so to speak and um and so that's the part that gets neglected and you know i i think in order to really give yourself good self-care you have to find that balance you have to make sure that you're getting at least some of whatever it is whatever area you're neglecting and and like i said we all have something that we neglect we're human so we're not perfect yeah um it it really is it's a balancing act and um i think the best way to approach it is to write out those areas you know mind body spirit boundaries Think about the things that you do that yeah. that you help uphold those. Right. But also maybe like a pros and cons thing. And figure what, out which ones you might need a little bit of extra care help. in or yeah. which one you might be spending. Because I may be spending more time in the escape zone than I should be. Like instead of reading my book all mm-hmm. the time to escape and yeah. saying, well, I'm self-caring. That's really not self-care when you do it excessively. All the time. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um you know, that's something that I've thought about. Like, maybe I read too much or maybe um, I should only watch one episode. And that is my self-care is setting that boundary on myself. Mm-hmm. It's like shopping therapy, you know. Yeah. There, there yeah, is sometimes retail it therapy is, is, retail is a retail therapy is, yeah, is okay. Like just once for a little bit. But, but then you don't want to do it all the time all because day, it's excessive. Every that's abuse. Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. And definitely I've been through. All of that, uh, I like to escape way too much. Um, my weeks are so hectic, I don't really want to do anything on the weekends sometimes mm-hmm. because my weeks are so hectic. Um, one self-care thing I like to do at night for like maybe an hour before I go to bed is uh, work crossword puzzles. Mm-hmm. If not, I also like to read as well if I don't get caught on the phone scrolling yeah that um, one's a bad one <laughs> that what, I get one in. self-care <laughs> thing that I've been doing recently is like um as far as on a personal level I've been pushing the last couple of months I've been pushing back from social media um mainly just for the not really like as far as modern musings is concerned but just on my personal social media mm-hmm. I've been kind of taking a step back from it I you know am not I don't have a personal Instagram anymore I barely get on my personal Facebook so it has been like at first it was hard because you want to get on Instagram and scroll and scroll or Mm -hmm. whatever but it has been healthy it getting getting having a a technology-free weekend once in a while is really good and a lot of people do that they'll take a vacation from social media um you know they'll just say hey i'm going off for a while 
I'll be back. Don't worry. You know, and they, they just disappear. And, and then they'll come back a few months later and they're like, I'm back, you know, and, and, but just, you know, kind of segregating yourself from that environment for a little bit, because sometimes that, that social media thing, you know, it's the keeping up with the Joneses, you know, you gotta, um, there's a lot of anxiety that builds from constantly scrolling social media. It, there really is because you see all the things that other people are doing. And of course we all make what we're doing look better than it really is. You know, we want people to look at it and go, Ooh, look what they're doing, you know? And so we, we build a lot of anxiety about that, you know, and we hold ourselves to, uh, a different standard when we constantly are on social media and we're just bombarded by images and ideas and, and conflict. There's a lot of conflict on social media. And so just taking that little vacation from that, you, you were talking about also, uh, your, your stressful, stressful week and your, you know, your weekend that, that made me think of another thing that I like to do, which is travel. Um, it yes. doesn't not have to be a big trip, you know, to Italy or whatever. For me, a weekend to a little town, you know, 40 miles away is is a weekend trip. You know, uh, I'm okay with that. Or going on a little camp out, um, you know, an hour away or something. Or driving from Dallas to Houston to visit a museum or something or whatever um driving to san antonio going home to lubbock those things just getting into a different environment doing something different changing my schedule changing my routine getting uh out of that pace that we're in you know that is is very relaxing for me even if i'm busy during that time it's still that change of pace just kind of untangles all the knots, I guess. And so I think, I think travel is important in, in whatever form you can get it. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of things like that. You brought up a good point that I wanted to point out uh, or kind of like tag along on because you were talking about, you know, going on a trip or having vacation Yes, that's an important part of self-care, um, but you said it doesn't have to be like a long trip or, you know, a trip to Rome or something big. Um, just getting to a hotel or spending the night same at a relative's city. house somewhere else. Yeah. So what I'm gathering is lowering your expectations of what self-care is, is also beneficial. Um, take, for instance, if you were to go on Pinterest and look up bubble bath self-care there's all these gorgeous bathtubs with candles and all these bubbles and fancy loofahs and plush mm -hmm. towels there's this air about it being right. extra luxurious and it's extra it is it really is extra don't push it doesn't yourself have to be extra to make it extra it doesn't have to be that extra. causes more added stress yeah. um just to tag along back to the the previous like a few weeks ago we talked about the 70 percent um yeah. you know just doing it is better even if than it's not trying perfect. to make right. it yeah. perfect trying trying to meditate 
is better than not yes, meditating it, at all. Exactly. That's, that's a yeah. perfect one because a lot of people, people say, well, say, I can't meditate. I can't. Because I can't, can't turn the thoughts off you know, you Meditation is a practice. sit in a quiet room just and then you sitting, just practice right. and You practice. And the minute your mind drifts, you refocus and you say, okay, thanks, mind. You drifted right. there. And it's not, start you over. don't meditate for an hour, you know, of not trying to hit nirvana the first time, right? You're just... You're Five practicing the act of quieting your mind. Right. It's a practice. Um, I, you know, another one, I was just looking at this. Li- I pulled up uh, in womenshealthmagazine.com a list of 25 self-care things. And we one can of link them. link that too. Huh? We I can. will link that. Yes. Uh, one of the things they list is enjoy breakfast. How many of us skip breakfast? Or don't actually sit down and enjoy it. You eat it in the car on your way to work, or you eat it at your desk after you get to work, or oh, I, I'm terrible. I skip it. I'm supposed to eat every day because I'm diabetic. I'm supposed to eat breakfast within 30 minutes after I wake up. That's what my doctor says. I can't stand to eat that early. So half the time I'm like eating way later, or maybe I forget to eat and then all of a sudden it's lunchtime and I still haven't eaten um and a lot of people just say I don't like breakfast it doesn't make me feel good I don't feel good in the morning I don't want to eat I'm not hungry whatever they don't eat breakfast but eating breakfast is a great way to start your day drinking water is a great way to start your day and those are both very important self-care items and yeah that is definitely something that I forget Um, you know, as soon as I wake up, I immediately want coffee, but I have been, you know, keeping water next to the bed. So when, as soon as I sit up, I am drinking as much water as I can. Well, and you mentioned coffee, oddly enough, coffee (laughs) is number 15 on this list. Stop to smell the coffee, literally. And it's talking about find a few minutes a day where you can simply sit or stand and just connect with your senses. Smell your coffee. This Mindfulness. Remi- well, this reminds me of Kristen, um, therapist, talking to her about making a ritual yes. with her coffee in the morning. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was that was really something that uh, was a game changer for me. Um, I was having a hard time remembering to take my medicine and get my day going. And she was like, well, what's one of your favorite things in the day? And I was like, well, it's coffee. You know, I love my coffee. And she said, well, stop and sit and drink your coffee and make your coffee something special that you look forward to. And that will help you get out of bed in the morning. Because I was really struggling with just like, you know, the depression and not wanting to get out of bed. But I do love my coffee. And she recommended getting fresh nutmeg, like the actual like pod of nutmeg and, you know, putting that, you know into my coffee yeah using like a little it takes grater like five and seconds like... more to grate that on top of my coffee and it gives it this just aromatic you know and coffee itself is very aromatic but the nutmeg on top of it, fresh nutmeg is just like heaven and it like triggered some like joy and I literally when I bought that nutmeg I was like this stuff's expensive but then I opened the jar and I was just like oh my god it smells so good I literally carried the jar around with me for the weekend and I was opening it and like smelling it and I was like smell it you know I was so excited like it just it was very invigorating and so the whole idea though wasn't it wasn't the nutmeg itself it was just 
doing something nice for myself, like getting that thing that's a step above. I could have just put, you know, ground nutmeg, but the fresh nutmeg, you know, treating yourself. And I think that word is abused. Treat yourself or treat yourself. I don't know oh, if yeah. you see that all the time. It's oh, always yeah, with the donut or definitely, pizza yeah. or oh, yeah. hamburger. Well, it, it talks like about excessiveness. Wrong, you know, yeah, like and the... it's like giving yourself an excuse to abuse so, yeah. something yeah. that. I mean, if you're going to get a donut, get one donut and if just you're gonna have get a, it. Like if you're going to get a donut, get a, a donut. Month. Right, but don't make it something where you're paying yourself like it's not a reward it's not a reward exactly and so i feel like the whole thing about self-care is not rewarded self-care is required just as oxygen and food and sleep yes water yes they are required necessities of life there are things that you need to do for self-care that are required to sustain your living yes and to prolong your life Yes. Now, and, and, and it's not selfish either. And I think Amber had a quote about self-care. Uh, yes. Uh, self-care is not selfish. You must fill your own cup before you can pour into others. That's, that's profound. Totally. It um, kind of goes back to the, the cups episode. The cups that episode, we, yes. You cannot pour from an empty vessel. Yes. Yeah, that reminded me of the cups episode yeah, that we did. Absolutely. So you know, you, we've we've a lot of our topics circle back to a lot of the same things. And um <laughs> I I think you probably if you've been listening for any length of time have probably been able to see this. We've been doing this, uh, you know, we're on season three now. Uh, yeah, season, season one was a really short season, but, um, but you know, that's a, that's a lot of episodes. We've done a lot of episodes and there's, there's kind of these underlying themes like self care being one of them and filling your cup and don't, don't let yourself run out of energy. Keep that battery charged up. You know, that's one, um, it, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I'm looking here at, at my list again. Number 14 is to get a tomato plant. No, not specifically a tomato plant, but it's talking about um, nurturing plants, indoor plants or outdoor plants, gardening. Um, I know I had a profound change. Um, last year, I bought some plants for the house. It was the first time I had had indoor plants to care for in a long time. And it really became a very satisfying thing to do my weekly maintenance on my plants. It, too, was a self-care routine because I stop and I'm only focusing on those plants and I'm checking the water and picking off any dead leaves and checking for healthiness and making sure the roots are not overgrowing the pot and the soil is not too compact and... And all those things. And I have, I've gotten a lot of joy out of watching these plants grow. And, you know, taking care of them is a very um, relaxing thing to do. And, and that's, that is good therapy, good therapy as well. Or just um, maybe, you know, I I'm, have never really considered myself having a green thumb. Oh, I but, don't either. Uh, <laughs> you know, just taking care of other things. Like, um, 
my cats. I feel like uh, spending time with my cats is a good form oh, yeah. of self-care. Yeah. Actually, they say that having a pet does wonders for you emotionally and mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, totally true. Like, um, you know, I don't think I would have gotten through my divorce if I hadn't had my well, cats. And likewise, spending um, quality time with your kids can be a form of self-care too. Not working on homework, not doing things that you're required to do, like, you know, giving them baths or putting them to bed or whatever, but just engaged in play. Mm-hmm. Um, that that lightheartedness that you get from doing that, uh, you know, they talk about laughter being the best medicine, and it truly is. Laughter takes years off your life. And so it's a great way to take care of yourself. Um, there's there's just so many things that are so important. I, I don't even know, you know, I, I couldn't name them all. I really couldn't. And, and I think the important thing is that you just have to find what works for you. Because what works for me may not work for you or, you know, tending the, the plants may make you a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but so if that's it that or having then, a dog yeah. or having a dog yeah. you know well, it's not for everybody so, but you find yeah that right. thing that works for you right the thing you know it doesn't necessarily have to be writing or journaling or tarot or anything like that you just find that one thing that makes you happy and Go or with multiple it. things. Whatever. Yeah, multiple yeah. things. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be just mm-hmm. one thing. I think there's that. That's kind of one of the equations is that it is multiple things because you can't just bubble bath all your problems away. Right. Well, if or you did, you turn into a prone, a prune, away, or exercise your problems right. away. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a very complex. Most balance. definitely a balancing act. Yes, yes. Yes. Most definitely a balancing act. Um. Does anybody else have anything they want to add? There's, I'm going to include this list on the on the podcast. There's there's tons of ideas on this list. You can also just do a Google search. There's you know for self care, and tons of stuff will come up. Um, I I I suggest finding make it make yourself a list of the things that appeal to you. Um, you know we've and talked a about list of health things right, that you want to maintenance. We we've talked about keeping bullet journals or bucket lists and things like that. This is a great topic to put in your bullet journal or your list of lists or whatever mm-hmm. is to just start listing off all the things that you can do for self-care. that you can do for self-care. And then that way you have a great list for when you need self-care or you have time, which you should make time for. Yes. Then you have a go to list to give to you explore. ideas where to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you have any great ideas for self-care, I'd like to hear about them right. because I'm always other, looking for more things yeah. to, you know, that are work that work for people. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, we would love to hear from you. Um, join our social media group or comment on one of our blogs. Head over to modernmusings.net and tell us your self care techniques. Yeah. So, guys, what are we talking about next week? Next week, uh, like we kind of mentioned earlier, we are talking about shadow work. Yes. What is shadow work? 
So I'm not going to tell you now. You have to come back next week and listen. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of it, it ties really to really... one of the pieces of the self-care that we're talking about. Most yes. definitely. Yes, definitely. And and a lot of other things we've talked about as well. So. Yes. Yeah, well, it totally yes. ties in with like our goals, goals girl and um, mental health. Yes, yes. So I'm excited about that. I've actually started some of this myself and it's... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward so yeah, to check us out next week, and uh, we we will tell you more about shadow work. Um, before we go, we'd like to give special thanks to Red Door Studios, Creative Audio Tech for our music and recording equipment. We'd also, you know, like to thank you listeners because without you, we would not exist. I mean, we would exist, but. Uh, we, when a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear, it doesn't make a sound. Doesn't really make a sound. <laughs> yeah. or maybe we're not making a sound if nobody listens. No, yeah, yeah. We're, we're just making a sound to ourselves. Okay, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.